Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, guys. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And uh, we both had, I would say, a really big week this week. A huge Just week. like personally, in our personal lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I went up to see my family. I have a new little nephew, and he's very cute. And you have two new little nephews. I do have two little <laughs> nephews now because... Because I got a dog, and he's here, and he's... Might make a noise. But he I might. Don't think so he's, he's pretty good. He's being very quiet now. He's good. He just barks a little bit when people come to the door. Um, yeah. You picked him up from the pound. Yeah, he's a rescue. He's a Shih Tzu. Cut off his balls. Cut off his balls. Put the cone on him. Got him home. Gave him some very non-goop dog food. Yeah. What are you feeding him? Pedigree. That's not that bad it is bad i looked at it oh, I, really? I didn't know i just got the cheapest kind and then oh. <laughs> I, and then um i and then i was he wouldn't eat it so i was reading about it and it said that it's like bad to give them dog food where the first ingredient isn't meat oh yeah and pedigree is like i think the only one that still is mostly corn i think the rest of them have caught up because no one buys it oh yeah <laughs> you should switch yeah we'll switch but he started to eat it i mean you know will they get used to anything if you like, yeah. Does Goop ever? They never really write articles about like cool, non-toxic dog food, do they? No, I don't. Not that I know of. But I really was thinking. I mean, I would buy probably anything. I mean, I spend way more money on him than I do on myself. Oh I, yeah, I would buy my dog probably anything. We spend a fair amount of money on our cats. Like, not it's not like the most expensive food. It's somewhere in the middle. It's like mm-hmm. the the cheapest of the good foods. What is it like blue diamond? It's no, it's um the Dick Van Patten one oh. called uh natural balance and it's like especially for indoor cuz cat I think dogs are different where they do eat some grains and carbs and stuff yeah. and cats are literally not supposed to like just eat meat. So um so you're not supposed to get them with any like any grains. Oh uh, yeah. And we mostly feed them wet food even though they like dry food better, but, but we try not so, Oh, oh they do like dry food better? Yeah, we just try not to eat the uh, feed them that much dry food because it like makes them gain weight. They should just be eating wet food, but wet food is just more expensive, and they like the dry food better. So we we do a little bit of both. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I wanted to start giving him wet food because I thought he would like it because I think they think it's delicious. Oh yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, um, my boyfriend didn't want to do it because he said it was too disgusting. The wet food? Yeah, and he's right. It is really gross. I didn't want to give him. It's not, I mean, it's not like you have to eat it. I know, but you have to like open it. And oh, come it on. Face and everything. I it's guess. a thing. People don't like to do it. I guess. It's like opening a can of tuna. But like really disgusting tuna. All right. Well, I hope you're good, BB. He looks good. He's good. Uh, but the other news is, so I went home this weekend, uh, stay with my mom. And so we've been doing this podcast for... Over six months now. Oh, yeah. Uh, a long time. My mom 
she's very supportive in everything I do, I would say, but she just started listening to the podcast like a couple weeks ago. I'm shocked because I would think she would be like all about yeah, it I thought, day one. I just assumed she was listening to it every week and just like not talking about it because she, she knows that I do it. Yeah. But then she told me she thought that I would just be talking about her every week. What? Which I don't know. I think that's like a normal parent. I think parents whose kids like do comedy or whatever just assume that their kids are constantly talking about My them. My parents assume that too. Yeah. And they think whenever I don't want them to come to something or see something, it's because it's about, it's them. about them. Totally. Which is so insane. Yeah. Um, but anyway, well now now I am talking about her. Yeah. So, but, but yeah. She, but you know she's gonna listen. But to she, it. yeah, she's so she started listening to it and then. I mean, none of our other listeners have ever had this happen, but like she instantly was like going on Goop after she listened to the podcast and immediately like bought a ton of stuff from Goop. Oh my God. I mean, <sighs> she was like, God, we should get a commission. I know. Well, that's what we're here to do. We're here to make more people buy stuff <laughs> yeah. from Goop. Uh, but so when I was home, she had told me that she was actually a little disappointed in what she got. Um, she got like the starter pack of different face creams or whatever. Um, Wait, I didn't know they had a starter pack. Yeah, it, it's like four travel size. So there's there's like a night cream oh. and a day cream and a, a face oil and like an exfoliant. Oh I my think. god, that's everything. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. um it's one hundred and twenty dollars for like bare. It's like tiny little travel size things. Huh. But uh, but she got it. And she was not too happy with it. So she I didn't like it. No, she. Well, you'll listen because I. I interviewed her. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we're going to play the interview. Okay. Uh, it's pretty fascinating. And she is uh, quite a critic. I'm okay. So I guess, yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to the interview and then, and then we'll discuss. Great. Hi guys. This is Brian talking to you from lovely Berkeley, California. Uh, I am at my mother's house right now, and I wanted to uh, talk to her for a little while and then share with you guys her experience buying Goop beauty products. Uh, as you know, Aggie and I are very poor, and most of our friends are poor, and we can't afford anything near to the cost uh, that it takes to buy Goop beauty products. Uh, but my mother decided to invest some hard-earned money and... Right. Oh, there she is. And get... Uh, Get, I guess, like a sample pack? Yes. Okay, so let me introduce, this is uh, Joanne Rucker, my mother. Hi. Hello, everyone, out in Goop World. Yeah, um, it's good to talk to you today. Uh, so you decided to buy, what is this, like a sample pack of different Goop products? Yes. Um, I first heard of Goop from you because oh, really? of your wonderful uh, podcast. Yeah, after about 25 episodes, you decided to start listening. Well, I have better things to do. <laughs> Anyway, so I decided to try these products, and so I sent away uh, for their introductory little packet, which are a few little um, nice uh, pa uh, packages of uh, travel size products. Okay. And how much did this cost? It was $125. Wow. And you guys can't see right now, but these are for, like you said, travel size, so uh -huh. very small. And, you know, we all know goop quality is impeccable, so you're going to have to, like, lay down a pretty penny to own some of this goop stuff. Uh, so what are the four things that came in the sample okay. packet? So, of course, I need a day cream. Sure. And then you need a night cream. Wow. Because I am getting old. <laughs> Uh, and then you have to put a face oil under your creams, and that really helps moisturize and adds all the nice So that, that was actually a question that Aggie okay. and I had. You put oh. face oil first and then the cream over it? Yes. Okay. I do. And then the fourth product was uh, a mask, which you, I think, are supposed to use like twice a week just to really exfoliate and sure. clean all the toxins out. All right. And now, I guess, for the hard okay. questions. Uh-oh. Uh when you opened these products and tried them, what did you think? Well, I opened it and I really like the uh, packaging. It's very simple. I love the black and white. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's always attractive to me. I do look at um, packaging. Sure. So I opened it up. I first started with the oil, of course, and then the day cream. I put some on my finger and I went, oh my God. I do not like the fragrance here. I can't believe I spend all this money. Wow. So uh, let's open it and, and okay. smell it and, and see if we can describe what it smells like. I, I really think it's like noxious. Yeah. I have less 
of a reaction to it. Um, you said it earlier, it smelled like compost, <laughs> I think was your word. That was supposed to be private, it, Brian. It, I mean... No, that was uh, just, uh, that's an embellishment. Sure, sure, of, sure. Of word. It's not that bad. But whatever is in here, it's really hard for me to smell. And I am honest, I do spend money on my face because <laughs> I want to. Uh, and so I did spend this money. I know it's not cheap. And so I was very disappointed. And I bought other uh, fairly expensive products that I love the fragrances. I mm -hmm. do love nice fragrances. Now, I think uh, Gwyneth would say that these are all natural. Yes. They don't add fragrances to things. No, but there is a fragrance there. That's well, incorrect. It is sort that. of like a light... Come chemical. On. No, it is I don't know. Not it's light. like um, like Elmer's glue almost, or no. I, I actually now Elmer's glue doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't. It it's like a. So I put it on yeah. my face because I'm going. Come on, this has to be nice. It's Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. and Brian does a blog for this. It's got to be Podcast. great. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. So anyway, putting it on, I put it on. You know twice or three times and I'm going okay why am I doing this so I actually got in touch with customer service wow uh so my mom got in touch with uh yeah customer care very nice um, woman online uh -huh. so you it was just online you didn't talk to her no okay. I just you know and uh you don't talk to people right right, right. and so they're letting you exchange yes I wanted products. my money back because I was just going to go back to the other products yeah. I like, and I guess we won't mention it. No, no, we can oh. shout. I, I'm not working for Goop, so we can say anything we want. Okay. Uh, anyway, so uh, the woman online, I told her I was not happy with the fragrance. Uh, it was I used the word very unpleasant. Wow. Uh, Harsh words. It was. Well, I could have been harsher, but okay. I wanted to be nice. And so she got back to me uh, promptly. And was very sorry I was unhappy and told me I cannot get my money back, which I understand. I opened it up. And used it three times. Yeah, and I've used it a, a couple times. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't tell her you were in town. Um, uh, but she did say I can exchange oh, it for other products. So now I need to go back online uh, and find the list of products that are unscented. And maybe the moral <laughs> of this story for you is don't... Because Goop sells things that are not necessarily Goop brand. So you don't like the Goop brand. They sell other things too. I didn't uh, other know that. brands. So maybe you you should get something from another another brand that they sell. That I didn't know. That will smell I thought better they, too. Goop only sold No, they sell lots of stuff. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'll just go to my local little pharmaca here in Berkeley. There's a uh, a drugstore chain in Berkeley called Pharmaca, which best. I think is only in Berkeley. My mom sure. thinks it's on the level of a CVS or a Dwayne Reed, but No, not at all. Or no, just in it's popularity. In, oh, in popularity. But it's, it's that a, I don't yeah, know. I think it's just a mom and pop operation. Uh, I don't know that, but I it's uh, I really uh, like the products and. But you can't return the Goop products to far. You have to buy oh, stuff no. from Goop. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. No, I'm going to return, uh, and because I can only exchange, I will buy other products there. You're right. Um, Maybe a mustard bath, a cool uh, Goop sweatshirt, or a water bottle. Oh, I don't. There's know lots if of I fun would things. Wear in. a Goop sweatshirt in Berkeley here. <laughs> Oh yeah, that might be tough. <laughs> but I'm gonna look for unscented because okay. you know what? I think this, this is, is unscented. It, no, Brian is wrong. Just for everyone, um, it's definitely. Not it doesn't. Scented. It seems like accidentally scented. Like I don't think. Well, they... I think it's either old or the woman told me the three fragrances, if I remember right, are lavender, which I love. Yeah. Uh, some type of citrus, which I love, yeah. and so the other one was what was bergamot. It? Yes. it definitely does not smell like any of those things. Well, then it's rancid. Harsh words again. Um, wow. Aggie and I have been doing this for over six months uh -oh. and we've never been as critical as my mother here. So hopefully well, um, you'll be able to uh, exchange the products and yes. be happier for the next one. And um, we won't be shut down. Oh, I would hate for me to be <laughs> yeah. that cause. I warned you before I did no, this. I know. I know. Pure honesty. So it is, uh, it's on you if you get shut sure. down. Sure, yeah, on absolutely. Me. Okay. All right, well, uh, thanks for talking to Thank us. Thank you for and having me. And yeah, we'll have you on again, I guess, when you get the, the products, uh, the oh, new products in the mail. Good. We'll have you as our roving Berkeley uh, group customer correspondent. Love it. And then you can look at the results. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, bye, guys. Bye.
Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, sh- uh, she's way harsher than we are. She really hated it. Uh, she did not like that she, stuff. She'll get on the phone with anybody. I know. I think, like, it's so cool when you get older how much you just, like, don't, like, give a fuck. Yeah. And you just, like, you send things back. And not that my mom, like, sent But, like, some people, like, send things back at restaurants. Or you just, like, if you're not happy with it. You don't pay for you it. You don't pay for it. It's and great. I wish I was like that because I'm not. I pay for anything. I know. Everybody I, asks me to pay for it. I basically just give anyone money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes a, a lot for me to return something. But if I felt as strongly about that stuff, and it was like a fair amount of money she spent, so I would, I would, and you know, they were ha- they were nice, and, and she's she got, she's getting others. I don't know what she uh, decided to you're get. You're gonna have to do a part two. Where I know. Got, I'm gonna make my mom do this. Um, you should because my mom will maybe give me the stuff. Oh, she won't return it. Well. She's just a giver. You yeah. Know? I mean, like, she'll, you know, I think it's different with daughters. Sure. Because I just take all her stuff that I want. Yeah. I, hey, I like taking my mom's, like, uh, lotions and stuff when I'm home. Oh, really? They smell really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the goop stuff, I don't know. It didn't smell that bad to me, but it was like, it didn't, it smelled like they didn't care what it smelled like. You know what I mean? It was well, just like, it smelled like point. it smelled. It's yeah. like, it just smells like it smells. It just is what it is. It yeah. Just, it's not about the scent. It's but, about the nourishing yeah, yeah. powers of lotion. Plant botanicals. Anyway, um, thank you guys for indulging us. It was pretty fun. It was great. Uh, so we have a lot of other stuff to talk about. Yeah, it was a huge week in the world of Goop as well. It was crazy. They just threw us for a loop and issued a new sex issue. Which, didn't they just do a sex issue? Well... They did it. I think they did it. I don't think it's been quite a year. I think it might have been in like May. Maybe it was this early. We just talked about it recently because there was the week that, remember the week that we couldn't record. So we went back and talked about it. So it seems very recent for us. Uh, And that was the one where she did the gold dildo and everybody went crazy for it. But I think they just coordinate it to happen at the same time that the new season of Grace and Frankie premieres. I think that's probably <laughs> yeah. it. It's always tied in with Grace and Frankie. Yeah. But this the sexiest time, show on television. Oh, I love Grace it's and Frankie. So, if anyone is not watching Grace and Frankie, fuck Stranger Things, fuck yeah. Legion, Ugh, too confusing. Yeah. Grace and Frankie, so easy to understand. Two old ladies, they're opposites. Their husbands leave each other or leave them for each other because they're gay and now they have to be roommates and best friends. Yeah. Done. The end. And also, there's really no reason that they would have to move in together and be best friends. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of like pretend that they have It's a to. sitcom. It's great. It's yeah. really, really good. You don't need to justify shit for a sitcom. No, you don't. And more things should be written for really old people. I mean, yes. we've got, I mean, Reese Witherspoon is out there trying to get roles for women middle-aged Yeah, for now right? that, like, I guess Reese Witherspoon is considered an old person. because well, she's not like, old, but just for, like, women over, like, yeah. 30 or whatever. Um, well, this is totally unrelated, but Aggie and I are working on a project for some real old real people. Real old people. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying that's great, middle-aged, good. Let's take it up a notch and get those octogenarians yeah. on TV because they're so good. They're so funny. They're so funny. They know what they're doing. They're, they're pros. They're pros and they, they have a they have better timing, more experience. People get better with age. Yeah. Uh, until the dementia sits in. Yeah, but I mean, if they can learn their lines, then they're fine. Totally. Uh, well, I guess let's just, since we're already like, 17 minutes into the oh podcast. Oh my god, let's just, let's just uh yeah, let's just get into this sex issue okay, garbage. So the sex issue was a doozy. It had a lot of shit in it. The articles were all crap. I thought the um the product list was more interesting I thought than the articles. Yeah, like there I don't there wasn't a like a marquee thing like the gold dildo last year. I don't think no, there I don't wasn't think. At, like it wasn't as shareable or as like memeable as that gold dildo yeah. and the art the articles maybe it was because it was so early in the morning mm-hmm. when I read this and I was just like it was really intense these articles they were not like fun sex articles they were boring they were boring and like about I don't know most of them were about the parts of sex that you don't like to think about that much well that you don't like to think about vaginas oh well that's true yeah they were i mean but you know it's goop so it's obviously going to be like geared towards women i don't mind that um they had like a couple of sort of shout outs to gay sex every once in a while but 
you know, is, you know, throw, throwing me personally a bone. Yeah, it was honestly, it was for you. <laughs> I am. There has to be other gay men that read Goop, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, well, I don't know. It seems like it's just for like really rich white women. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I feel like a lot of, and I might get in trouble for saying this, a lot of gay men want to pretend that they're really rich white women. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so I got it. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's just get into it. Aggie, what was what was your best of the week? My best of the week was from the Monday newsletter. It was first of all, there was no Ask Jean in the Monday. Yeah, there was that brown sugar stuff. Uh, well, I fully yeah. missed, <laughs> blasted right through that. I guess I'm so sex addled from because re- I read the Thursday one first. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I messed up. Whatever the Ask Jean was was probably my true best, but I also liked how to look more awake. Yeah. It was a good article. What did she say about brown sugar scrub? Oh, well, the Ask Jean, it was at the bottom. You probably just didn't scroll down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was someone was like, I love um, like moisturizing body uh, wash in the shower, but they're all toxic. So is there like a moisturizing body wash that is, you know, natural or whatever? And Jean said, no, they're all like horrible. They'll all kill you. But if you want to get moisturized in the shower, there's this like brown sugar scrub because I guess sugar is very moisturizing. I use brown sugar scrub. There you go. Was it fresh? Uh, no, it was not fresh. It was it was uh, more expensive than that. Okay, Brian. Uh, fresh is expensive? Is it? Yeah. Oh, I always think of fresh in the same category as like uh, Bath and Body Works. You have to get it at Sephora. Oh, okay. Never mind. But it wasn't. It was, it was on par with fresh, let's say. Probably but that wasn't your best of the week. Yours was... Well, oh, the, now oh, wait, my best yeah. of the week was the brown sugar. I didn't know it was in there before. My best of the week was how to look more awake. Because I thought it was a fun article. I thought it was... Um, and I liked all... And it had the um, the body brush in it. The exfoliating yeah. dry body brush, which I really want to try. I'm so pissed at you for that thing you said about Fresh. Oh, no. I, I Maybe I'm thinking of something else. <sighs> I thought... I just assume Fresh is like, like mid-brow. It might be mid-brow. Uh, but the body... I have a back scratcher, which is really nice. But that's not quite the same as a, a dry brush. Right. I want to get a dry brush to brush my dry skin. Yeah. Where is Ask Frickin' Jean? I don't see it. Wait, it's in the Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you're looking at. This is my Monday newsletter, Beach Please. Oh, right. Beach Please. Uh, Ask Jean is there. Well, I didn't see it then, and I don't see Wait, it now. That is weird. You don't have an Ask Jean. New neutrals, mid-century, Hold modern, on. We have to get to the bottom the of this. Go Everywhere Peace Messenger Bag. Ten ways to look and feel instantly more awake. I have a totally different email than you do. Oh, wait. You're no. kidding me. I don't... We both have Beach Please. Beach Please. We go Everywhere Messenger Bag. Oh, my God. Mine looks different. Why do they look different? I don't know. The new, new neutrals... neutrals. And then ask this. Jean. Yeah. I don't have Ask Jean. I, oh my God. I think you. Every, yeah, I, how often do I say there was no Ask Jean or I didn't even see that Ask Jean. That is so weird. And I'm not getting Ask Jean. <gasps> my mind is blown. Breaking news. Aggie and I are getting two different newsletters that look totally different. Mine has Ask Jean. Aggie's does not. This is crazy. I have this moisture miracle kit which is like an ad for goop product i have the beach thing we both must have that gut check which is like another one of those it's that same ad from yeah the go everywhere messenger bag which we already talked about off air see i don't have a mid-century modern aficionado's newest outpost plus more la favorites i don't have that one you don't have this Uh uh-uh and I don't have those recipes either. You don't have the recipes? No. I, okay, I also feel like spiritually we're getting each other's, because you always read the things about travel. Yeah. And, and you always read the recipes. I always read the Ask Jean and the stuff about makeup. So I, I feel like I want yours. You want mine. You don't have this turmeric pickled egg. No, or the Kismet's, Kismet, a restaurant that is literally in our neighborhood, has a recipe, and we and I don't have it. Wow. We'll have to like wow. start forwarding each other our our newsletters this is shocking can maybe we should call goop is there is this like targeted advertising let's get your mom to call and, tell and be like there's something wrong with the newsletter because yeah, i would i wouldn't want to do it but maybe yeah i don't know goop if you're listening what the fuck is happening goop help us we want all of the articles we all of us all. want all the articles uh, well can i forward it to me i want to read that brown yeah sugar i'll forward thing. it to you oh man and forward Forward yours to me. 
Um, wow. Shocking. Well, that's crazy. Uh, oh, no, I'm doing a reply. <laughs> reply. <laughs> this isn't good enough. Uh, so my best of the week was um, the can porn be ethical? That was your best of the week? Uh, yeah. I thought it was like, okay, so I guess I just always like to do an article for the best of the week and not just a product. Okay, but I thought right. out of... <laughs> You are really <laughs> no. I, that, was, that was not a judgment call. That was not a judgment call. I just like I I respond to the written word. Okay. <laughs> um, and so this was I thought a very balanced and non hysterical uh, article about porn because I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of like super pro sex pro porn stuff and then there's a lot of like crazy anti-porn like it's gonna make you a sex addict and make you like not be able to have sex with a partner blah 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 and this was like i thought pretty sort of down the middle and pretty uh like realistic yeah i agree and my favorite part of it was it said uh according to most research 95 percent of sex addicts are men and then it says half of those men are white males who make over a hundred thousand a year this is a very significant issue suggesting that what is really going on here is a form of sexual privilege where the sexually selfish behaviors of powerful males are explained as a form of disease. It sounds about right. Which is like 100% true. 100% true. I mean, that said, I do wonder where they're getting those numbers because like all the anonymous programs are anonymous. So oh, yeah. it's like kind of hard to, I don't know where they got that, but it's probably true because like it's, that's 100% what it is. Who knows? There, there was a lot of sort of numbers in this issue that I have questions about which we'll talk about later well they always have like questionable yeah i don't know Um, but but, but, yeah it was pretty level-headed i thought i don't know and i liked to and maybe this because i'm a guy but like the 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 psychologist or whoever that they interviewed for this was a man and he was writing about how men look at porn which i think is like i mean i guess women do look at porn but like realistically most people that look at porn are men and most porn is made for men so i think when most women watch porn it's like with their boyfriend yeah and you so you can't be like oh all porn should be like feminist porn and all porn should be like produced by women because boys and men are just not gonna watch that i think that's true but i think that they're like the porn that is for straight men is like women essentially being like raped and beaten. Like it is really disturbing. Uh, Some of it, I'm sure. And I don't, I don't really look at straight porn. Uh, but I, yeah, I guess there is more of a consent issue. I just feel like women, young women are probably exploited more than young men in gay porn. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but I guess, yeah, like it's all it's all about the fantasy. So I think there's nothing wrong with showing depictions of stuff like that as long as the people involved are actually consenting and being paid a fair wage. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think that they made this point in the article and I feel like at other various points, because I feel like they basically were just like making the same points over and over again in every article. Yeah. But they made a good point, which is there's no focus on the woman as being even like a a human being in those in those things even okay. if it's not depicting like sexual violence necessarily it's a hundred percent focused on like the woman is like a sex object an and object the man yeah. is like it's all about his pleasure that is weird because and i think it just like creates a um just a misunderstanding of what heterosexual sex should look like because a lot of people who start watching porn, especially now when they haven't had sex yet. Of course, yeah. Are like maybe a teenage, young teenage boy or whatever and will think that sex is all about him and sex is all about his pleasure and not understand like, you know, a woman isn't going to have an orgasm if you're just like pounding her yeah, yeah, in yeah. like whatever way feels best for you or whatever. So I don't know. I think that the, there's like something, I think that, it, I think that it should be looked at. And I also think that, like, it's a bigger problem where it's, like, how do men look at sex with women? Like, how do they – What? It, why Why is that the ultimate fantasy? And, like, is there something that can be changed? It's, like, a bigger issue. But do you think the, the majority of straight men, they do – their fantasy is sort of completely, do, like, dominating women and and thinking of them as an object? I don't think it's a fantasy. I think it's, like, a fact. A fact, yeah. Because, like, with gay with gay porn, I mean, there is, I think, like, a lot of... There's some, like, S&M gay porn where, you know, the guy's being pounded and looks like, it, you know, he's being hurt or whatever. But a lot of it, at least, I don't know, the stuff that I watch and 
like most, I guess most stuff seems like both people are getting pleasure from it. Yeah. Um, which might not be the case in straight porn. It's well, women act like they're getting pleasure from yeah. it, but it's like and yeah, they're all acting, I guess. I guess, but I mean, the male orgasm is, is there, yeah, that's and true. The female orgasm is like not happening yeah. in most of these, and um, I just think <laughs> men like when women have sex with men, especially when you first starting start having sex with men, it's there's just so little focus put on a woman's pleasure like consent all this is important too yeah but there's i mean just like that the woman is like having fun or knows what she wants or is like free to explore and have fun like the man is that it just like it's something that you have to like grow into yeah yeah, yeah. like i think especially like young girls when they first start having sex yeah i agree and i think this guy agrees with that because he says uh frankly and i don't know maybe he's too pro porn but he says frankly i think that much of the anti-porn hysteria is a duplicitous effort to avoid addressing issues like family environment poverty healthcare, and education which would really make a difference in kids lives uh secondly this is about teaching parents and kids to fear the internet technology and sexuality and to distrust each other um and he talks about mind mindful porn i guess that's like the amount of porn you consume uh, which is good. I which mean, is, yeah, have, of course, like to... Keep an eye on that. Yeah, like, I don't think you should be watching it constantly every don't day be, or whatever. Don't be a creep. Yeah. I don't know. It's a complicated issue, and Goop's not going to solve it. I know. Ted Bundy said that he did all his stuff because of porn. See, that's like uh, Dan White saying he killed Harvey Milk because he ate a Twinkie. I just don't think that that's real. Oh, it's like, totally 100% not real. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously just like a fucking psycho, but he was like, I just watched this violent porn... I loved it so much. I went insane. And then he murdered right. like 150 people. Wow. And that was back in the day. Did they even have, it was like magazines. Like, did they, they had, even have, like, well, he was, I don't know. I mean, they probably had like, you could go to the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like remember that episode of three's company where his pervert neighbor has like a, a film reel and he's no. like, Oh, there's an episode and he like brings it over and they're going to watch it together. Oh, that's funny. And, um, but then his roommates come over and Mrs. Rober comes over and they all freak out. But then they <laughs> switched it with Chrissy's movie, shitty movie that she made for her directing class. So it all worked out. By Chrissy accident. was a director? She took a film class. Oh, wow. Huh. Like a lot of people we know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, what was your worst? The sex jewelry. All of it. So oh, yeah. there's a product guide in this episode, or it's not an episode, it's an issue or something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's a newsletter um, that has just things that you can buy uh, for having sex or whatever. And there are like three or four different types of jewelry that you use to have sex, like a ring that's a vibrator, a ring that you like rub on someone's clit or dick or something. And like a weird bondage thing. But it's like you can also wear it out, but it doubles as a sex toy. And if you're wearing something in public, but you're like, I also fuck with this, you're a, you're that is bad. That is no. gr- you're disgusting. Do not do that. To bring your sex life in public like that. Even if you got it from Goop and it was like eight hundred and ninety five dollars, yeah. it's no. Do not do that. It's like the one ring that was also had like the feather tickler. There were that like, you're supposed to fucking wear in public. There was that. Then there was one that had like balls on it, and then there was Ugh. one that had like. It was like a necklace and a bracelet that you like link together. Yeah. I don't even know. It was supposed to be like what like S&M people wear instead of a wedding ring to like show that they're Ew, S&M oh people. Oh my God. Those S&M people who have those S&M weddings. Ugh. Oh my God. Gross. <sighs> and I honestly, out. maybe I'm like, I'm like naive or whatever, but I, I didn't even understand where most of these rings go. They go on your finger. They go on your finger? So they're just called sex rings? No, it's like you wear them as a ring. Well, some of them you wear as a ring. There was one called a C ring, which I thought that's a cock ring. ring. Okay. They couldn't, they don't want to say, I think. They say everything else in this newsletter. You're right. But that's what I thought. Yeah. But there are other things where it's like, they specifically say, wear it out too. Yeah. Or you can wear it and it's also fun in the bedroom. But like, what does that mean fun in the bedroom? If it goes on your finger, it also like goes in your vagina or it just goes on. One of them was like, like. The S&M necklace thing is like, I don't know what the hell you do with that. One of them was a ring that had like balls on it that you used to like give a massage. And then there was that other thing that was like a funny tickler or something. I don't know. Tickling is not sexy. It's not funny. It's painful and not good. The only person who tickles me is like a little boy that I babysit. And that's what it makes me think of. It's like something kids do. Yeah. Um, Should I not have said that? You didn't say his name. But in this context, was it weird? No, I think it's fine. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my worst was the anal sex article. Oh, yeah, that was bad. It was just, okay, so I get, like, obviously Goop is geared towards women, so the anal sex article is going to be mostly talking about heterosexual anal sex. I knew you were going to have something to say about that. And, which, whatever, like, and I guess um, most women don't enjoy anal sex. That's not what it said in the article. That's what it seemed to imply, that, like, basically your boyfriends make you have anal sex and you shouldn't <laughs> feel obligated to do it. That seemed, like, to be the ju- the gist really? of the article. I didn't get that from it. I don't know. It, and it was, like, I guess... It just made it gross in a way that, like, I feel like this is what, like, Christian conservatives think. Because I was talking about, like, you got poop in your urethra. It was like... Dis- yeah, that was really disgusting. Was like- where it was like... I, that was almost my best because I thought it was so funny. Yeah, it was, it was like, like... This is so gross. It was like... A little bit of poop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, the, it said, the way the rectum curves shortly after the opening tells us we need to make a lot of adjustments for anal to feel good. Yeah, duh. Like, it... It doesn't feel good right away. Yeah. Uh, also, the, the two sets of sphincter muscles that nature placed around the opening of the anus my, to my. help humans maintain their dignity when in crowded <laughs> spaces. And then it says, in parentheses, just in case you don't get the full picture, in parentheses, to keep poop from dropping out. Oh <laughs> mean, there's an automatic reflex if you push against them from the outside. So, like, this whole article, like, even if you're, like, the biggest, like, anal sex aficionado and you think you, like, love it, after reading this article, you're never going to want to do it again. No, it was I like dis- it was. It. I was gross. I mean, it was gross, but it's, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. One of the urology consultants for my book believes that unprotected anal sex can be a way for bacteria to get into the man's prostate gland. So, like, one person thinks that. But, yeah, they shouldn't publish stuff like that. Cause, but they publish quite a few things that oh, they shouldn't man. publish. It's bullshit. Anal sex is fine. Uh, yeah, do it if you like it. Don't do it if you don't like it. Don't, you know, and I do like um, the one sentence they said, like, and, you know, women can stimulate their male partner's anus, too. And then it says in parentheses, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Ew, it's like, just anytime they talk about sex, it just makes me double over and want to vomit. I, yeah, I felt so queasy reading this whole... like The I, whole thing. Because it was like, first thing in the morning, I was having my coffee, yeah. like eating my yogurt, and like reading this, and... Holding my dog like a baby, oh, shaking. Yeah, it was horrifying. Oh my god. Um, Wow. Okay, what what was the craziest? There's so many crazy things. I know, there's so many crazy things. Mine was just the cards. Oh, yeah. The sex... Because it was crazy in a way that just meant... I said, if it's crazy, does it mean... I don't understand it. I don't see the logic. It's like one plus one equals four. You know what I mean? Wait, I don't even know. What are these cards? I must have They're missed They're just it. like playing cards okay. that have sexy pictures on them but they're just regular playing cards and they cost $165 and they're called the lovers peeps paper products x goop lovers card set for parentheses strip poker night and they're included with all this other sex stuff and I just don't get it it's like what the holy fuck they're regular playing cards with pictures of sexual things on them that cost $165. What? What are you supposed to do with it? I mean, this is crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, I just, I can't see the forest for the trees with these things. What are they? What do you do with them? Why do they cost so much money? Is it just supposed to be fun? Yeah, it's, it's like, like you play cards with them. Why are they sex themed? What the hell? What is going on here? It makes no sense. Like the price makes no sense. It's literally just for like rich insane people who like need to get a present for someone and they're like well i can't just go to like the drugstore and get a 99 cent of like pack of cards because my rich friend will slap me in the face so i'm gonna get 165 but why do you have to get them cards in the because they're just they're, it's like last minute they need to go to this housewarming party and they're like ah and they go on goop and like they just like ran, like they're just they're like addled with cards. like like sexy cards xanax and they just like buy this shit without even thinking then it comes to their house my life so I know bad. to like just take a fistful of Xanax, get so like drugged out, and then just go on goop and spend thousands of dollars. And be like, I don't even know what I got. Oh, I got her the fuck card. <laughs> yeah, I think they're fun. Uh, oh my god. Goals. Um, what was your craziest? Um, I have two. Uh, the first one was the eighteen hundred dollar 
coffee table book called The Story of Olga. Okay, I was very intrigued by that. <laughs> so like <laughs> What the hell? Okay, so it's like this I guess beautiful art like coffee table book. It was it just was, a Toshin. Yeah, it was right? a Toshin book which like which those Toshin are books are expensive but they're like $100 usually. Yeah. Um I mean it, their Toshin starts like in the mall. Yeah, and they're like nice gift books, but I've never heard of an eight. And I guess they only made like 125 copies of this book. But it, it reminded me of that uh, Madonna sex book. Like that's what it was. It was just like yeah, it was just it, pictures of this lady. And I I don't know if the lady is also like the artist is also the model. Her name is Ellen von Ulnworth, and like this 1800 dollars version of this book is signed by her. So I guess that's cool. Um, and it's not even, it's like softcore, you know, like bondage it's like pictures, arty, corny, erotica. Yeah. And it would be normal if, cause yeah, Toshin sells those like naughty art books. It would be normal if it was like a hundred dollars, but this was eight. Wow. I didn't, yeah, I, I just was like, this is crazy. I don't I understand, understand what it is. I didn't understand what was going on. I've never on heard of this person. Like maybe I'm not educated enough what in the, like modern photography. I, maybe she's like the biggest deal in the world. I guess. But like. I don't know. I'm not like that dumb. It's I feel just like, like I would have heard of it. a black and white picture of some lady wearing a mask. Yeah, it's like uh, like stills from Eyed Wide Shut or something. Yeah. It's like some. It's like that. That stuff is so not sexy too. It's like not. the masks and like the capes or whatever. It's like, like just like I mean, it is scary. I yeah. get scared when I see that stuff, but I don't want to have sex. When I feel scared, I don't feel like having sex. I feel like that is a normal going, human reaction. Going away from the thing that's <laughs> totally. scaring me. Uh, and then the other one was oh yeah, the other one was. I guess this lady named Bettany Vernon will come to your house and do a public speaking event if you rent her out. And it said price available, uh, like with request. Wait, I missed that. Oh, is that on? So the- yeah, it's on the gift guide. So it's Bettany Vernon live. Bettany speaks on the themes of design, sexual empowerment, and well-being for related conferences, organizations, television, and radio programming internationally. She motivates, empowers, and charismatically engages her audiences, drawing on her multifaceted life experiences and extensive research. Host a private salon with your sexual anthropologist slash jewelry designer. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, so she is just a lady. This is like, I think this is such an LA thing of like people who are like, move to LA and want to be actors or writers or directors or whatever. And it might not work out. So then they're just, they're running out of money and they just freak out and they think, Mm -hmm. what can I fucking do to make money? Yeah. And you just end up doing something insane. Doing something crazy. Cause you're like, I I I have no skills. Yeah. I'm going to get like kicked out. I have to move back into my parents at the age of like 45. Yeah. And so I need to do fucking something. I'm not going to get a like job at the mall cause that's embarrassing. So I'm going to pretend to be like, qualified to do some crazy insanity yes and then i guess it works out for these people it works out for a lot of them it seems like so that's this lady bettany vernon she has a ted talk obviously wait is she the one who came up with that website that they keep talking about i have no idea okay go i don't know what it was called i don't know it's all a blur there's like a website that they keep telling you to look at i don't look at it gross um, about like how women can have orgasms and it's again morbid, oh. the this whole thing about how women can't have orgasms which I just I don't understand yeah it's not that hard stick your finger on your clit right just stick your finger on your clit ladies <laughs> hello <laughs> even I yeah <laughs> uh, alright so what would you try oh would try did? how about did try um, in that dating over 40 article, <laughs> there was like this weird thing where you were supposed to like do a visualization exercise where you think about something and you you close your eyes, you pretend you're shuffling again a deck of cards. Don't know. I'm telling you, there's some like Illuminati thing where they have like yeah. weird threads going through these newsletters. Um, you go, picture you're shuffling a deck of cards and then um, you think about a topic or a person's name that you want clarity on how you feel about it. And then you pretend that you take out a deck of card and it has that word on it and you flip it over and the word, and it has a word that in the word says how you feel. Okay. So I did my dog BB. Okay. So I pretended I was shuffling a deck of cards and I drew one card. And, and this is all in your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just closed my eyes and pretended. And I said, and it said BB on it. And then I flipped it over and it said happy. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. And that's how you're supposed to, f- if you're dating over 40, that's how you're supposed to figure out like what you want in a partner. I'm not, I don't really know. Uh, Yeah, that article, that, uh, yeah, I didn't mind that article. It was just sad. It's like whenever they talk about um, 
like whenever they talk about sex, they'd say the same things over and over that annoy me. And whenever they talk about like dating when you're older or like doing anything when you're older, they're so weirdly defensive about it. It kind of eh, takes the wind out of the sails. But I do agree with them about like how women over 40 have this like power and like confidence that sure. younger women. So like I do understand how that's sexy. And maybe that's just because I'm watching a lot of Big Little Lies. So I'm like, ooh, yeah. Ooh, Big Little Lies is good. It's well, so good. I just watched the first two, but I liked it. I really hope... Gwyneth is on season two of it if they have a season like I feel like Gwyneth would fit in perfectly with those ladies she'd be great and I feel wasn't she friends with Reese Witherspoon yeah I bet she turned it down maybe or I guess there's not really a, I guess she could have been like the Laura Dern part she could have been part. the Nicole Kidman part I love Gwyneth I don't know if she has the acting chops to do that's a hard part no well, I've only seen the no first offense, episodes but oh it gets she gets it gets intense really yeah anyway Gwyneth is a great actor she's no Nicole Kidman I'll just say that. Um, well, she hasn't. We haven't seen her be able to spread her wings. That's true. That's true. Who knows what she could do? Maybe she's taken some classes lately. Oh, Brian! I'm kidding. You are so sassy. To I know. God. Uh, okay, so thing I would try was oh my god that weird cult that they recommend called the Land. Um, oh, where you go? But isn't that just like a cabin you rent? It see okay it says it's twenty five hundred dollars for the weekend or five thousand dollars for the whole week, and it says. And it's some like meditation retreat. I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know why it was in the sex issue because they don't say anything you must specific. Go sex you must. It must be some weird orgy thing that they're not saying on their uh, website. Because I thought it was just a cabin you go fucking. But it's like with this group of people. It says keeping in mind that fulfillment is a way of life, and at the root of that way of life is a sense of connecting. The land is designed to be more a co-creative experience than a resort. It is a lifestyle that emerges when you practice a set of principles that allow for intimacy with your life, from the most physical expression to the most spiritual. So it's like fucking and meditating. It is the fundamental discovery that what you are intimate with, you experience as divine, including yourself. Because didn't the person who invented the land also invent orgasmic meditation, or was that another I th- thing? No, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. So it's up in uh, Sonoma. I think it's like Anderson Valley. It sounds great. Mm. Um, if I was going to spend $2,500 in Sonoma, though, oh, God, I would hate to spend it like it's some fuck cult. I yeah. want to drink wine. Oh, yeah. I that That is weird yeah. that they don't have like... They must have like a, a, a van tour. wine tour that you <laughs> yeah. can go to one day. I would hope so. Uh, um, bucks? Yeah. And then I have one. This is not one of our categories, but I have a thing you would try. Me? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the Tasty Thai Teas board game. I would not try that. That was almost my worst. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Aggie and her boyfriend are big board game First people. First of all, I'm not a big board game person. <laughs> Brian is a big... My boyfriend is also named Brian. It's confusing. Brian is a big board game person. Um, I play I figure- board games with Brian sometimes. I would not play a sex board <laughs> game, and neither would he. We're not sex board game people. <laughs> I don't know. I <laughs> thought of you when I read God! that. He's like, fresh? It's not fresh. Oh, I know what you want. The sex board game. I knew you were going to say something about it because it also had that like 40s person that I knew that you thought I would like that or something. Oh, Brian. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I just, I don't know. I'd see board game. You guys play a lot of weird board games. Look, we do play a lot of board games, that's true. <laughs> but it's not me. I'm not the board game person. I only like a few of them. <laughs> All right. Well, if you wouldn't buy that board game, what would you buy? I would buy, well, the body brush, obviously. Oh, yeah. It goes without saying. Again, only $15 and you can scratch. I, very, I was really close to just heading over to Amazon and buying it right away. Then my other thing that I would buy was from the Monday newsletter, um, the article in the article about that messenger bag that wasn't a messenger bag and then one of the one of the pieces of advice in that article was take your messenger bag and put in a bigger bag <laughs> I didn't say that. So that was for like when you're getting on a plane but um also when you're getting on a plane they were like they're just like after that for no reason it was just like outfit guides and they said to bring this like travel size rose water face mist on the plane and i was like that is what i need and it was also pretty cheap i think Okay. Oh, yeah. I love a face mist. A face mist oh. and a rose water. I love yeah. rose. Ooh, rose water. I should get one of those. Sense. Yeah. Um, what okay. about you? The thing I would do, I, I couldn't bring myself to say I was going to buy any of that sex shit. No. Um, so oh. this is from the Monday newsletter. It's from the like 10 things to make you wake up or whatever. My favorite. My best. Favorite. Yeah. It was number three. It was uh, called Los Poblanos Piñon Bar. It's mm. soap. $12. Expensive for soap. 
very inexpensive for goop and it says this bar smells like the air in the mountains of new mexico it cleanses beautifully and thoroughly and the fresh woodsy scent is truly like no other like i literally i'm gonna go on amazon right now and buy this i know i seriously i almost went and bought that too if i ever see anything on goop that's under 20 dollars, i'm like yep. my finger is like just hovering over they should this. just have like a like a, bar- a bargain bin section on the they newsletter should. just everything that's under 20 bucks on one page because i would probably spend as much as like a trench. Yeah. Which is like $20 <laughs> at a time. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, guys. Well, that's it. Thank you so much. This is a very long. Little this long. is like a very long episode. So thank you for sticking thank you. with us. Uh, I want to apologize to Aggie for, <laughs> for all of the shit I said Look, about I her. I want to apologize to Brian for freaking out so much and because i'm a woman i'm conditioned to apologize all the time oh yeah no we, yeah we, you shouldn't apologize thank um you. but thank you guys for listening uh rate and review us on itunes tell your friends about the podcast um follow us on twitter follow both of us separately on instagram Please. and uh yeah stay tuned for next week all right bye, bye. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.